Hello, podcast listeners. You're listening to another episode of The Long Journey Home. I am your host, Corbin Johnson, and it is time to talk about Emissary. So, what I'll be doing is going quickly, card by card, through the set, through all 81 cards, and we'll just talk about each one, uh, probably most likely very briefly, but uh, that's all right. So let's start at the top. Backroom Dealings. Uh, Conversion from Necessary Evil. That's cool. It was a good card, and they added a wall to it to make it better. So that'll be fun to pair with um, in the Pale Moonlight or um, Killed Unless You Stop a Personnel Treachery or Integrity. Less than four. So, yeah. Um, you'll No, you won't put that uh, after a Firestorm. So that's pretty cool. Alrighty. Um, oh, and I'm told that well, at least in Tui, no one has treachery and integrity greater than four. So um, maybe that's the same for one I'm not sure. Chula, unfortunate role. It's just kind of a it's a reprint. So that's cool. Uh, yeah, not strictly better than than Chula the Chandra. Definitely in the same vein though. So eh, it's an all right card. Good for starters. Good for sealed play. So. I like that. Cultural differences. Yeah, another conversion, uh, which is good. Uh, conver- conversions are good. To get past requires Cunningham kind of 24. Another wall, so that's good. So if you redshirt and this comes up, that's not going to be... Um, or that's going to be taken care of. So uh, difficult disposal requires two engineer and medical or engineering two medical. All right. That's an interesting spin on Dilemmas. We've never really seen anything quite like this, so I think that's an interesting card. We'll see if it gets any use in sealed play, or uh, outside of sealed play. All right, encased in crystal, kind of the same concept here. Geology is a little hard. Uh, two music might be hard, so that might be fun. Okay, <clears throat> um, what have we got next? Fringy Locator Bomb. Yeah, another conversion from uh, from a Tui set made by the Continuing Committee, which is cool. Uh, so, I, I've played this in both of my Tui conversion uh, all one e or all Tui one e decks because it's not bad if it gets pulled off. And uh, well, now I can't play with it anymore. Or well, I guess technically I could. Depends on how I how I personally want to rule uh, if if you're allowed to play with conversion cards. So, yeah, it's uh, it's not bad because uh, you could add computer skill to the requirements of this, and physics might be difficult depending upon the the crew. Yeah, uh, and acquisitions definitely a hard harder to get skill for uh, most affiliations. So, uh, and it goes back under, and it's a stopper. So, and it doesn't kill someone, it puts them under the deck, which is arguably even better than killing someone. So, definitely a good card all around. Alright, what's next here? Fly by the seat of your pants. Alright, kind of in the same vein as the other things. Um, two nav and officer, or nav and two officers. So we'll see if that turns out to be a popular dilemma thing. Hard time is an interesting conversion just because of uh, the added wall, put at the end of it, makes sense. 
Uh, it wasn't that good in 1E uh, as it was, so it's good to see this revitalized and refreshed. So we'll see if that ends up getting uh, play. Okay. More of your kind. One of my uh, pets here. I love this card just because it's another filter. And I kind of talked about this on the boards, but yeah, it's it's the evolution of Cisco's eggs, which was Riker's eggs. So kind of cool that we are using orb personnel in a dilemma, which is neat. Um, I was... Uh, again, I, I kind of wish that we didn't need to have a restriction or a way around this on that on this card, but um, I think more players will be agreeable to or will be more agreeable if there is a way around the card. Um, stopping half your guys is pretty good, and I guess it is. Uh, it's not strictly better than Chula Chandra, so it's just another option for a player. So. We'll see if it gets. Uh, we'll see if it gets any play. Looks like it's already in uh, a few decks, so that's good. Alrighty. Um, precision piloting to get past requires navigation with command or staff. All such personal or stop, but if two or more present, one must continue. All right, another kind of personal duty filter that will definitely see some play. Secret identity. This conversion is a little frowned upon because it uh, takes care of a little loophole people, Borg players, were able to do with the 2E backwards compatible version where they could self-seed it and get a counterpart easily. Uh, I guess in 1E it's still very hard to get a counterpart um, seed to seed a counterpart, essentially. So... Um, I'm not sure we needed to do that, but it definitely got taken care of here. Secret Identity is definitely an interesting card, though. Definitely a better card in 2E, in my opinion. But it's 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 a card with less restrictions than... Or, or less ways to get around it than Fast Ship would be nice. So... Um, and if you play it right, your opponent might not be able to replace that guy. So... Definitely some interesting choices there for players to look at. Socializing with the staff, as created by Mike Moscop, Michael Moscop. Uh, another kind of personal duty, but for females. So that's going to be... I, I'm going to definitely play with this card in my nerf females deck, probably. Or my nerf females sort of a dilemma combo. Probably do something like that. Um, well... I don't know what it's going to replace in the combo, but it definitely is an interesting card and may just be, in general, a good filter. So, yeah, it's a it's a cool card, and I'm definitely interested in trying to play with it at some point. And I think uh, the story, is the creative did a great job on that. The image is pretty cool. I, I wish that, personally, I wish we could have seen the uh, pad that says go away as the image, but... I'll live with this image, so that's probably fine. Too many chiefs, one security classification personnel. Random selection is stopped. If that personnel has leadership, two additional security personnel are stopped. So that's kind of cool. Good way to knock out some security there. So that's very interesting. Might be able to pair that with, uh, instead of personal duty, uh, do that for friendly fire. Maybe. 
Uh, friendly fire is probably seen better days though, given the uh, the creation of uh, a missing day. There it is. So, unlikely pair countdown box of is that three or two? That is a two. All right. Choose to stop until countdown expires. Two personnel not of the same species or two personnel random selection. All right. So that's kind of cool. Um, yeah. Choose to stop too. So that's kind of a interesting card to replace Ferengi Ingenuity if something ever happens to Access Denied. So that's kind of cool. Just a way to stop two guys. And it is... It's... It rewards you for playing... I guess it rewards you for playing multiple species if... Yeah, I'm not sure, actually. I guess you'd randomly select a guy and then randomly select someone not of that species. So... Oh, your choice. Oh, so there's no random selection. So you could do that. So it definitely rewards you for not playing Borg, which is kind of cool. So, yeah, uh, kind of a 2 flavored card. All right, well, that's it for dilemmas. Um, no stellar standout dilemmas there, in my opinion. Definitely interesting for sealed play, and I think newer players might be able to uh, embrace some of those. So we've got the first stable wormhole, which basically lets you download two wormholes from out of the game, and it gives you some bonuses in the Gamma Quadrant, and doubles rescue personnel and file mission report, the point boxes, that is. So, and it reduces the span of the Gamma Quadrant. So it really opens up the Gamma Quadrant to anyone who wants to play in it. And, um, oh, but that's just for Deep Space Nine ships that you get the, uh, the reduction. So I think, I think we're, this card's going to definitely see some play. It's already in several decks, is, from what I can tell. So I think that's a great card that's hopefully going to make the Gamble Quadrant more accessible for players, especially Deep Space Nine players, but hopefully anyone who wants to go. So we'll see how that goes. Bajor for Bajorans. It's basically you're finally ready to swim or whatever for Bajorans, which is cool. Uh, I can definitely get behind that. And um, we will see how that goes. I'm not seeing it in many decks, but it's definitely an option for people who want to try a Bajoran-only deck. Um, most of the time you see players playing with uh, Bajorans plus another affiliation, uh, probably because of Bajoran resistance cell. So here's a chance for Bajorans to stand out on their own. So it's kind of curious that Starfleet has an answer, has basically the same answer, because there's very little way to mix them with other affiliations. But here's a, an affiliation that mixes a lot and now says, okay, we want to be on our own. So that's great. I, I think that's really cool and a good choice by the designers. I, I'm not sure who was the one who came up with this idea, but uh, it, it's a pretty awesome idea. And I think people are going to, this might be an overlooked card now, but I think people are going to come back to it and go, okay, this is, this is going to be a nice little draw engine for some of us. So it's pretty cool. Uh, internment, uh, it's my baby. <laughs> I, I will take uh, some credit for this because I always wanted a card that would 
help you get cards off of trap cards. Because how else are you going to get them if you're playing in a... In, if you're playing Alpha and your opponent's playing Delta, you should not be punished for that. You should have some way to get the card, get those trapped people back to you, to the Alpha Quadrant. So I'm excited about that card. And it also has the optional uh, downloading of a capture-related card. So I think that's going to... That's going to make the card hopefully popular in capture decks, which I don't know if they were slack or slagging, but, you know, more toys, the better, in my opinion. So this is going to give uh, players just another option for capture and capture-related decks. So I'm looking forward to see what creative ideas come from that card. New Frontiers is the draw engine equivalent of Let's See What's Out There. And instead of having to be in an opponent's mission, you just have to be in a different quadrant. I tried to abuse this the other day by going to the Mirror Quadrant instead of the Gamma Quadrant. I guess that's not abusing, but it is kind of interesting nonetheless, and it's a little easier to get there, I suppose. But with the first stable wormhole, it's kind of easy to get to the Gamma Quadrant now. Ractigino is kind of a card designed for new players as well as <clears throat> uh, starter decks to just help boost up the attributes of people. And... I guess in general, it's just just a, you, if you need something like this in a pinch to get some extra attributes, uh, all the better. And uh, just a way to shuffle three personnel from the bottom um, of your discard pile and ships as well and put them into your draw deck. So a little uh, multi-purpose card there. Uh, as a constructed card, I don't know if this is going to see much play, but for new players who don't know or don't really know better, um, that's going to be a good card for them, I think. Uh, Shipwright is the download of the Baraka, and it lets you give all your Bajoran ships range plus one. I know some players were uh, a little finding it a little challenging to use Bajoran ships because they're low on range, so here's an event for you. And you can make a solar sail ship range plus ten. I think it would have been kind of cool if we didn't have to do this onto a solar ship and just you know, lose five points to make a ship plus ten. Uh, would have been kind of cool. So, yeah, um, it's still a cool card. Now to get into the incidents. Um, so the new icon, the reactor core, is pretty cool. Uh, it distinguishes cards from warp core. And hopefully this, I'm guessing this will probably be the last time we see, this uh, block will be the last time we see any kind of warp core or reactor core cards. But I could be wrong. Um, you know, stranger things have happened. I feel like they were kind of a design... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, word for something when you use it as a means of making something easier temporarily. I guess it's, <laughs> hack's not quite the right word, but definitely it's... Uh, oh, sure, we'll call it a hack for now. Uh, it's just a way to make design's life a little easier in making... Um, the cards, bringing together cards that just were, yeah, you guys get the point. I don't really need to explain that. So, Alliance for Global Unity, your Bajoran personnel lose resistance, even if not in play, so they can't play for free. So, you don't want to play with Bajoran resistance cell with this. There's really no point. And then your Deep Space Nine Bajorans may report for free with as long as they have a circle in lore. And... When you solve a mission, you can download a bunch of things. So that's pretty cool. And it restricts you to non-aligned 
Neutral and Bajoran, but that's okay. I think things like that are going to make for uh, very interesting decks. This is going to make that Bajoran, a Bajoran-centric deck something worthwhile that I don't think there was really a place for it at, in, in a few, uh, you know, before this set. So I'm all for it, and I'm excited to see what happens to the Jorans. Then we've got Articles of Jurisprudence. I kind of helped out on this card, too. I think that, uh, unfortunately, it is probably a little too weak, as is, if you compare them to Herogen this to the Herogen tool, but I wanted to come up with a reward that was global and try tried to make it as good as Herogen. We don't want to make Cardassians the new Herogen, obviously. We don't want to do that to any affiliation, and eventually Herogens will need to get nerfed, and maybe they are already nerfed enough. But this card, giving everyone that captive skills and plus two attributes, Maybe this will serve as a model for an errata for uh, Relics of the Chase. Maybe. Maybe. It's not Relics of the Chase. It's something else. You know what card I'm talking about, though. So, yeah. Uh, I do like it, though. It's, it is uh, story first and gameplay second, but the risks may out... The rewards may outweigh the risks. So... I was complaining yesterday uh, on my last podcast about the, uh, yeah, Give Me Genesis card from Make It So 3, and I'll compare this to that because there you had to get a captive, get it to a certain planet, and then you got some points. And I just don't, I don't think that was good enough. If you, if you are going to make the player get a captive and then bring it to a planet and then have to escort him, you need to give rewards far greater than just points. And maybe the rewards here weren't good enough. I think they're pretty good if you want to make a, a, a capture deck, you've got your mining for points over at some other planet. This might just be enough to make it worthwhile. Um, it looks like it's in a few decks, so we'll see what happens to it. And then in case you don't want to go the story route, you can get it. use this card for draws. So this was supposed to be the addition to interrogation, brainwash, and torture that gave you card draws. So, yeah. Um, hopefully it is going to be respected or used in that way. And we'll see. Call for Reinforcements is a Warp Core card. I'm sorry, Reactor Core card. And it lets you get ships. Place your normal card play, you can download Universal Ship. And then in place of your normal card play, you can fully repair uh, ship you have at a f matching facility or nor. So that's great. Um, you know, uh, just in case this is going to be good for starters and it's going to give uh, players uh, the ability to get a ship out early, which is nice. And it's kind of like tensional hands. So this is kind of the Deep Space Nine equivalent to that. So I don't think we're going to see it in Constructed a lot, but we're going to see it in Sealed and Block Play, probably. Okay, we've got Gaktik Gore. I don't know how to pronounce that quite right. This is a great card, though, because it lets you download a couple Klingons and then pair them with whoever you want, as long as you're playing a Deep Space Nine thing. We're going to see this probably in every Deep Space Nine deck. 
surprisingly, it's not in any decks right now. It's in one deck. But it, uh, it's a, I think it's going to be a good card. Maybe I'm not seeing something. But it will be cool to see this in constructed play. I think we're going to see a lot of this card. All right. Next up, here by invitation, this is going to be the card that helps out Fed Bajoran decks and makes that a thing. So you can either go the all Bajoran route. You can't really do the all Fed thing, but you can do the Fed Bajoran route, which is cool. And it has a restriction about Bajoran resistance cell, which is good too. And this just lets you play some guys for free and lets you download an objective. So maybe you can get creative with what that objective download is going to be. I think this card's going to see a lot of play, and I think players are going to probably want to make Fed Bajoran decks. So I miss this office. Definitely the Cardassian Reactor Core card. And it has provisions. Uh, this was a card that kind of stemmed out of us trying to fix the Terraknor problem. And playtesters were not very happy about us trying to fix it the way we tried to fix it. So this was the answer to that. I think this is a good mix of things going on. And I talked about this a couple episodes back. So if you're interested in more discussion on it, I highly suggest you listen to that podcast. Interestingly enough, titled, I Miss This Office. Labor Camp, a long overdue conversion of a definitely broken backwards compatible card. We'll see if it's still broken. I don't think it's broken anymore because you can definitely break up the escorting of a captive with some battle on the planet that this is played at instead of it being at your home world where your opponent would just sit there and laugh at you when you couldn't battle him because of stratagema or whatever. So, yeah, for five extra points every turn, I think this is a worthy addition to any captive deck just trying to mine for some points. And it's kind of along the same lines as is it uh, Prison Compound, where that's that's a big payoff immediately, and this pays off over time, so you get to choose between the two. So, uh, exciting card, I think, for any Cardassian, Cardassian capture deck. So, I'm excited to see what happens with this card. Nanobiogenic Disarmament, the last of the Reactor Core cards. Definitely... Uh, Definitely an interesting card. Um, kind of, we didn't want non-aligned to be as big as it was in TNG, and hopefully, this will see it splashed in decks and not the main focus of a deck. And yeah, it's uh, it's a good card. Uh, There's a few guys that play for free with it. Uh, I played against uh, a casual game, a friend of mine who was playing with this with Bajorans. And he did not have the reactor core card, or he didn't have reshape the quadrant in here, and he doesn't need it, which I'm all for. I wanted one of the goals of this set was to, if we had to do reactor core cards, to not make them have to key off of Deep Space Nine personnel, if if possible, just because it opens up more deck types. So we'll see how the how popular this card is. It's probably going to need a couple more Talani personnel before it gets some traction, but. For now, it's an interesting splash into your block or your constructed deck that uses Deep Space Nine. And the, the download is kind of cool. It's thematic. But if you solve the mission uh, and you download Harvest Survivor somewhere, you're gonna be, uh, you might regret it later on. So that's very interesting story and theme, theme play there. New Arrivals is good for just uh, new players and uh, whatnot. 
to uh, consider a free play engine. I'm, I hope no one breaks this in constructed. <laughs> it could happen though. I've seen talk of it, but this is definitely the right way we need to be going for uh, making the game a little bit more easy and approachable by new players. Uh, reshape the quadrant. It's kind of self-explanatory. Took the draw engine off of it. Uh, as opposed to how TNG did it. And we'll see if that pays off in the end. It could be, could be more hassle than it was worth. So we'll see how players respond to it. Uh, I'm going to end this podcast there and pick up with the rest of the set next time just because this is going long. And I, you know, I'm only at card like 28 right now. So um, thank you for listening. Uh, part two will come surely uh, soon, I'm sure. Uh, anyway, questions, comments, or concerns... Give me a call at 267-CALL-CPJ. And until next time, this is Corbin Johnson signing off saying so long and thanks for all the trek.